Hi, I'm Lucas James. And I'm Jordan Ross. And we're the co-hosts of How to Scale an Agency. After scaling our own agencies to over $185,000 per month in sales and working with agencies doing hundreds of millions of dollars in revenue like Hawk Media and Neil Patel, we've made this show to interview the top digital marketing agency owners and highlight the fastest ways to scale your agency. If you'd like to join the best digital marketing agency community on the planet and let us help you scale, go to twiz.io to sign up today. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of How to Scale an Agency. I'm on with Stefan of Vesa Digital. Thank you, Stefan, so much for coming on the show. You're welcome, Lucas. Looking forward to chatting with you today. You were telling me a little bit beforehand uh, about Vesa Digital and the growth that it's had over time. You guys are in multiple locations. Um, currently, you're in your Serbia location. Is that correct? That's right. Yeah, I'm at our Belgrade, Serbia location here in Europe. That's amazing. And you said you may mainly work with B2B SaaS clients or B2C SaaS clients? Uh, actually, no. Quite So Vesa Digital, we primarily focus on B2B SaaS. These are mm -hmm. you know, seed companies, Series A companies that want to take their business to the next level. Uh, essentially, what we do is, is we build and operate marketing websites. So um, we primarily focus on the Webflow CMS. So essentially, CMOs, VP of marketings, even CEOs and founders come to us with a problem that they don't know how to actually sell their SaaS company, right? In terms of mm -hmm. to their consumers, to their users. So right. they hire us to build a marketing website that's inclusive of design, development, SEO, motion graphics, animations, uh, setting up a sales funnel for their SDRs and their sales team to actually go and qualify these people and sell, right? So essentially we build marketing machines for these companies and we help uh, turn a website into its own profit center. That's awesome. And uh, when it comes to actually, you know, growing your business, what are some pieces of advice that you have for the listeners? What is the number one thing that you've learned over the last, you know, five, six years that's helped you grow this business so successfully? You know what? Early on, I suffered from, you know, having saying yes to too many opportunities, right? And I think that in the beginning stages of growing an agency, it's so difficult to say no to other opportunities because everything sounds better than what you have in front of you, right? And so an agency model is the perfect cash flow business to you know finance other ventures in the future. But once you focus on nurturing your agency and creating a cash cow out of it, it opens up windows opportunities. So early on, it's all about focusing on that one thing. And then later, um, as you're growing your agency, it's optimizing and fine tuning the systems, the processes, the people, and really just, you know, trying to fire yourself from the day-to-day -day operations and automate or delegate to other people who can um, do the work for you, right? That, that way you focus on expansion, growth, the next year, the next month, whatever um, is next for you, right? I think that the agency model is is an amazing model. It the barely costs anything to get started, as you know, providing services, it's the oldest um, business in the world, right? And I think that when you focus on it early on, you'll become better at it, right? And you'll just know how to talk to people. You'll know how to sell. You'll know how to do services. You'll know what people want in your niche and you'll come down to an ICP. Look, it took us four years to get down right. to our ICP, right? Of who is our ideal customer? Why do these people want to buy from us? And when do they want to buy from us? That's the most important thing, right? Right, that's awesome. And would you be open to sharing kind of like 
the level of scale that you guys have currently hit with the business? So for instance, um, maybe the number of clients you work with, uh, any real metrics that you guys have that you are willing to share uh, for some context for the listeners. So that way we kind of can contextualize some of the things, some of the advice that you're, that you're giving. Yeah, yeah for sure. So, uh, you know, we scaled our agency Vesa Digital by investing heavily in our own SEO because we were once in that position, right? So our team was once on a B2B SaaS team looking for vendors. And the first place you go to is what? Google, right? Yeah. Where, where do you go? Where do you go for services? Do you go somewhere else? Yellow Google, pages. Google. There's also uh, Upwork, depending on Upwork, if you're trying to yeah. get like a smaller, you know, thing done or Fiverr. But mm-hmm. yeah, Google for sure for anything yeah. that you're going to spend over $1,000 a month for. Definitely. Exactly. Yeah. So we thought early on, why don't we should position ourselves on Google? Although it's um, fiercely competitive, you know, it always has been. There's many different competitors bidding and working towards getting that one keyword to get traffic for. Uh, we knew what we were up against, right? So early on, we positioned ourselves as a B2B SaaS marketing agency that builds websites on Webflow. We knew that from our research and talking to our customers and clients that they want to be in the latest tech because one, it's a flex for them. Two, they're looking for the newest and baddest type of software. And three, um, they, they know that you know if they work with a startup uh, CMS like Webflow back in the day when it was a startup, that they can right. grow with the product and build a product around them. So we thought, okay, we should do that, but on the agency service provider side, right? And right. so we positioned ourselves early on on Google. We invested heavily in content, heavily in our website, and of course, just doing crazy SEO, right? Um, and then, you know, it was tough early on when cash flow was limited, but, you know, planting these seeds early on, they, they've definitely come to fruition where in the last year and a half, we've done two, over 260 websites on the Webflow CMS. Um, mm. We work with some of North America's fastest growing startups, such as Chili Piper, Adonis, Grata, Railblocks, Regfox, just to name a few, Digital Currency Group, as you know, in the crypto space. Yeah. Um, and, and these companies, you know, they're, they, they look for a trusted figure and the first place they went was Google. Yep. And I love that. And I think, you know, when I, part of the reason I'm asking uh, is because, you know, the, the, the purpose of the show is how to scale an agency. So there's a couple different plateaus agency owners get come to. One is breaking through that, mm-hmm. you know, a hundred grand a year range, then it's a million, then it's, you know, two, three, four, five, six million. I know not everyone's comfortable sharing their exact numbers, but are you able to give like a range of where the company's at currently, or if you've been able to break through kind of like that seven figure mark or. Yeah, um, we've, we've, we've broken well past that. Right. And so now our, our next goal is actually before we even get to our next goal, what, how we took it from a hundred thousand dollars a year to a million dollars a year was sales. And the CEO, myself, I was really involved in that process all the way yeah. from start until we hit a mill. Right. And so, right. Yes, we had SDRs, we had account managers, we had closers on our team, but my involvement in the sales to understand who our ICP was, connecting with them, seeing their needs, testing the market, seeing what kind of uh, benchmark offers we're up against, I had to go and, and research that. I had to be right. basically spearheading that initiative to take us to 1 million. And yes, you know, arguably quality might fail because my attention was on new client acquisition and the quality kind of fell. And that's okay. This is a growth pain that agencies go through. You learn from these mistakes, right? And so Early on, uh, the number one KPI everyone should be looking at is sales, sales, sales. How fast can you get new fresh money in? And then when mm-hmm. it comes to retaining, that's the second part of it, right? 
Um, yeah. Getting the client is one thing. Keeping the client, that's the second thing. That your, your service delivery is the most important aspect there. And your account right. manager is how they communicate. Um, and now going from, you know, 1 million to 10 million, um, that is a challenge that we're going through right now. We're about 60% of the way there. And what's happening for us now is I have to look for ways for me to take myself out of the business, right? So the decisions that I make today, they're actually going to come into effect three to six months from now, right? right? Whereas about two years ago, the decisions I make, they come into effect either the next day or the next week, right? right. So as you start yeah. moving yourself from the day to day, your decisions become bigger and more impactful, but you feel them a, li a little bit later, right? So there's more risk involved. That's incredible that you, I mean, it sounds like, um, not to put words in your mouth, it sounds like you guys have crossed or exceeded the $5 million a year mark. Um, you, do you have a sales team? We do. Uh, what is that? What does that consist of? Is it mostly, how do you think about the hierarchy of your sales team? Is it mostly you got appointment setters, you got closers? Um, how do you think about that? Yeah. Um, well, I can think about it in many different ways, but I'll tell you what works. How about that? Yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> uh, we have, we have uh, SDRs who set up appointments from um, outbound. We have right. internal call takers, right? We have our accounts team, and then we have our partnership team. We've grown a lot through partnerships, doing joint ventures with other agencies in their different uh, areas around the world, right? So we have a joint venture partner in Dubai where we mm -hmm. operate 11 Digital, which is um, a sister company of Vesit Digital, and partnering up with a local company there that has all the connections where we still get access to portfolio was a way right. for us to unlock a million to $2 million revenue, right? Mm -hmm. Whereas, you know, Outbound brought us maybe only, you know, 10 to 15% of our annual revenue. Um, it was still a channel, right? Whereas Organic mm -hmm. then, Organic brought in 70% of it, right? And so yeah. um, there, there's, sorry, a little bit less than I said, I said 70, right? More like 50%. And then we have a little small portion from referrals, um, yeah. different awards that we've won and different people we would know in the industry. And so um, our sales team, when it comes to outbound um, and inbound, we have the SDRs who take the appointments, they qualify the customer, um, they get a general idea of what the customer is looking for. And then on a priority sequence based on deal volume, how soon they want to start and what industry they're in, we give them a proposal usually within 24 to 48 hours. On that proposal call, we have our uh, sales manager that goes onto it or our growth partner that uh, presents the proposal to the CMO, to the CEO, to whoever that decision maker is. Uh, and then from there, usually within a week or two, we get some ink on the paper and the deal's closed and we kick it off shortly after that. So um, yeah. finding this sales cycle took a lot of uh, courage to get out of our comfort zone, right? Because right. We, we were always, we were fearful early on to try new things because we didn't want to lose the deal. But yeah. unless you try new things, you won't get any reference experiences and you won't um, pivot your business or the way you do something. You right. Yeah. It does. And, you know, do you guys, uh, with partnerships, is it primarily white labeling yeah. that people partner with you? Okay. Yeah. yeah, I've seen a ton of growth there with some people I've interviewed. And um, I think it, it for anyone who's kind of like sales minded like yourself, I feel it is the place people tend to go to. It's kind of where we're at too, just because if you think about it, right, you just find one person who you think can replicate the success that you had. And if their revenue, if you're 50% of their revenue or 40% of their revenue and they add on a million dollars a year in revenue, then you've just added, you know, $400,000 a year to your business. Um, Lucas, you're a very smart guy. 
I appreciate that. You too, man. I mean, it's, it's really cool. And we got to definitely talk after this because I think there's, um, I know you guys are also developing a software, right? Is that what you're doing or in the future? Because that's basically been our plan too, is build this kind of ecosystem. And it seems like you guys, it's primarily why I wanted to get you guys on the podcast because I want to hear, how do you guys think about building an ecosystem for an agency? Yeah. Well, coming from a sales and marketing background, you know, I was always thinking about, you know, how can we do this at scale, right? And obviously the agency model, the more revenue you add on, if you do everything internally, your expenses are linear to your revenue. So yes, you have more revenue, but you have more expenses. The only thing guaranteed is more stress and more responsibility, right? right? Right. Is it really worth it? And so you come to a point, maybe when you're at the two or $3 million point where it's like, hey, do I want to scale? Do I want to have it as a lifestyle business or do I want both? What we yep. decided, what we took a pivot on was we wanted both. So uh, now at Veza, with, with this new model, we do the top 20% of projects internally. Mm. The other 80%, we actually ship out to our white label partners. This allows us to scale exponentially while leaving our expenses to cover the 20% uh, really standard. And you know, 20 to 30, even 40% in some cases of the total re- net revenue of the project, we then give to our white label pros, um, uh, partners to actually do the work for us, right? So this has allowed us to scale that extra profit that we had on the table. We were able to reinvest it into our business mm. and grow from that, right? It was a decision that was hard to make at the time because of, you know, revenue, clients, fear of like whenever you land our next client, are we going to lose a current account? But we made the decision and luckily here we are today talking on your podcast about how other companies <laughs> can do this, right? And so um, yeah. part of our system is we have two sides to it. We have actually three sides. We have our, our resident digital agency that works on the projects and does the marketing. We have Veza IO, which is where we buy services from other agencies. And then we have a white label agency.co where other agencies buy services from our agency or other agencies that are in the ecosystem. Right. So yeah. um, we were able to create this, this, this small ecosystem. Now I say small because there's less than 40 agencies that we work with. Um, but you know, if we were to take this to scale one day, maybe, um, there's a lot of work involved around it. There's a lot more marketing we have to do to capture these sort of deals. Um, but where we are right now in the market, it's pretty good. And I think, um, making a platform for agencies to go bid on really interesting projects is the future. That's incredible to hear you say that. Um, it's been great having you on the podcast and I know we just started chopping it up, but I know we're short on time. So where can people go if they want to partner with you? It sounds like you guys are big on the partnership side. Is yeah. there anything that you know you want to promote or, or share with the audience that they can take For you sure. up on or anything of that nature? For sure. I think that if people are serious about white labeling and serious about scaling their business with professionals who've done it before, then they should check out whitelabelagency.co. And you know, just check out some of the services that we provide. If agencies are interested in selling their services, then that's the separate brand that I was talking about, Veza, V-E-Z-A dot io where they can go learn more and sign up if they want to sell their service to other agencies i love it man well there you have it folks uh you know with vesa digital they've done some incredible work and it's always an honor to interview someone who at a very young age has been able to build a multi-seven figure business um doing it strategically doing it in a way that is smart and uh principled and methodical and uh starting with long-term investments. That's the biggest thing that I kind of picked up from this is you're investing in people, you're investing in also things that have just been proven to work, right? You know, SEO is big. And I think that's something that's going to serve you well. I've interviewed, 
hundreds of agencies now on the show. And uh, I, I kind of can tell intuitively sometimes when I, I, I think a business can break that $10 million, $20 million a year mark. And, and you're doing a lot of what I like to call um, like soft M&A, which uh, you, you know, is through these partnerships where you basically are incorporating these businesses, but you're not necessarily paying them all the time. Sometimes you are in the form of actual work for your clients, but um, it just sounds like you figure that out. And uh, it's definitely something that from the agencies I've interviewed who do over $10 million a year in revenue, it seems like that is one of the biggest ways they've grown is from this soft M&A kind of, you know, strategy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I love it, man. Thank you so much for coming on the show. And uh, if anyone wants to check out Visa Digital, definitely go check out the website and all their associated brands. I'll have those links in the show notes. And uh, until next time, thank you. Thank you.